0: Hiya, welcome to another episode of Dark and Spooky, a horror podcast with me, your host, Miss Dark and Spooky, aka The Girl Next Door. So how the devil are we all, my friends? Are we all okay? Today's episode is going to be of stories, so let's all get settled and let's dive in. I was dating my girlfriend, soon to be wife. We had been together for a while. One summer her sister was abducted and killed by a group of six men. All the men were eventually caught and tried. The trials and the aftermath were devastating for her family for many many years. Fast forward to three months after the funeral I arrived at my girlfriend's house to wait for her to get off from her job as a nurse at a local hospital. Neither of her parents were home, just me, alone, in the house. I went into the family room, turned on the TV, sat down on the couch and got comfortable. Clear as a bell, I heard my girlfriend's sister's voice in my right ear, just off my shoulder, calling my name. I turned to look at the seat next to me, and of course there was no one there. I stared at the spot in the couch next to me for a long, long time. About the weird mirror. He told me there were no mirrors in his hallways. <laughs> also held there. One day I came in and a girl I worked with was freaked out. During the class she taught one of the kids was staring up at the ceiling. When she asked the kid what he was doing he said there's a little boy up there and pointed at the ceiling. Later two different co-workers came out of the gym visibly shaken. Apparently a pair of five-year-old twins went down the slide and then just stared up at the ceiling. Later that same day at a party I was working in the gym, I pushed a little boy on the giant swing we had. He, too, began to stare at the ceiling. He then said directly to my face, Hey, there's a little boy up there! We all told our manager about the three separate experiences, so the next day when we had downtime between parties, our manager checked out the cameras. He called us in to look at the live stream of the security footage which showed the Giant Swing going back and forth in the gym. Nobody was in there. I like to think that it was a little ghost boy who truly just wanted to play and he finally got to go on the swing when everyone was gone. mum called me down for dinner. I had molded the putty into a ball and placed it down directly behind me. When I stood up to go downstairs I felt something hit me in the back of my head with force. I turned round and see my silly putty ball not on the ground anymore but bouncing up and down on my windows until it eventually rolled back onto the floor. Needless to say, I ran down the stairs in hysterics trying to tell my mum what happened. that inspired Stephen King's The Shining. Around 1am I heard what sounded like children running up and down the halls laughing. I opened the door to see what the hell was going on and didn't see anything. Quick little buggers I thought. Then the next morning when my partner and I took a tour of the building the guide stopped directly in front of our room to tell us the story of young girls whose ghosts can be heard running up and down that same hallway. my dad as plain as day up in his room. He got up from his computer chair, walked over to the door and opened it. He walked down the stairs and stood on the last step for a few seconds before walking back up to his room and closing the door. I was probably five feet from him in the living room and I just froze. It scared the hell out of me. Needless to say, I was a believer after that. 2am I was cleaning the changing rooms. The pool had been closed for four hours at this time. Suddenly I hear the sound of a child's laughter and bare feet running across the pool deck. I go out and scan the area. There's nobody in sight. The doors are all closed and locked. There is nowhere a kid could be hiding. There are no wet footprints on the pool deck. I recheck the doors and the security monitors. I am the only person in the building. It was unsettling. She and I are falling around on the living room couch, and out of the corner of my eye, I see the angel statue fly off the wall, accompanied with a deep grunt. We both stood there in shock, and after a few moments, I asked if she had heard the grunt sound as well, to which she agreed. Later that night, at dinner, we told her parents what happened, leaving out the naughty bit. And Megan's younger sister burst into tears saying she had seen a dark figure at the foot of her bed the last couple of nights but didn't want anyone to think she was crazy sold it instead. My uncle's friend and her sister stayed over one night and the friend noticed a maid bringing towels down the stairs when she woke. She saw the maid again bringing what looked like a percolator down the stairs. She was so impressed by my uncle hiring staff she went back to bed and woke up and later came down to see my uncle and his friend just chatting. She asked where the maid went and thought that the maid was cooking breakfast. My uncle had no idea what she was talking about and asked what she looked like. The sister explained and he laughed, walked her to the living room and pointed to an old picture. She said that was the woman. My uncle replied. Yeah, she's been dead for about 100 years. of Procrastination one day, I looked up every mention of their address in their town's online newspaper archive and found out that the family that built the house had a daughter who grew up there, never married and took care of her widowed father until she later died of old age. So I figure the helpful ghost is just a daughter continuing to take care of people like she did for her entire life. Over the years, various family members have heard the vacuum cleaner turn on its own and clothes and towels that were dropped on the floor before bed had been folded and placed at the foot of the bed by morning. each month as she reads you a new horror story so you can just sit down relax and put your feet up or even get on with your day you can also join a private facebook group where you can even have a say in future titles she reads join today and get to know some of your fellow creepers link is in the show notes Also, the tinkling of china and crystal from the dining room—it sounded like a party was happening, and you could hear a victorial. I walked downstairs, and it had all stopped. haunted but not in a malicious way in a shitty roommate kind of way i'd come home to the windows on the second floor being open when it was raining to food containers being open in the fridge that i hadn't touched yet the worst was that this ghost hated clocks she hated them i had an antique cuckoo clock that had worked for 50 years that would just stop brand new wall clocks that ate through batteries like candy My watch ended up on the floor one morning, the crystal shattered, even though I knew I slept with it on. The one that pissed me off the most was that I got a brand new Kit Kat clock for Christmas and the bitch threw it off the wall. I was cooking and out of the corner of my eye I saw the cat freaking fly, turned around and it was across the kitchen, broken. It was brand new. Man she was a bitch. first time they came over. You are gonna see a ghost. Mid conversation people would stop talking and be like holy shit I just saw a ghost. Yeah I did warn you. One time I was in the bathroom when he attempted to walk in and just dissolved into a mist that dissipated very quickly. My current house I share with my wife is a three-bedroom and we sleep on a futon in the living room because the ghosts in this house were chain smokers in the main bedroom. So we would wake up every night between 3 and 3.30 coughing our lungs out because the room is full of cigarette smoke. If we stayed in there Through the dining area and suddenly was sliding backwards as if someone was pulling her by her tail, only there wasn't anyone there. She freaked out and tried to run, but couldn't immediately as something held on for a brief second before letting her go. I tend to think that was the handiwork of a four or five year old girl ghost who hangs out and she just wanted to play with the kitty. room. I used to sleep on the second floor, the bottom one being the first, and my sister in the attic. She used to have sleep paralysis often, then she moved out and now I have her old room. She no longer has sleep paralysis, but I do. (laughs) my parents' room. You would walk between the couch and the TV while doing so. So I was home alone and my dad came through the back door, walked in front of me as he crossed the room and entered his and my mum's room. Then he came back out, walked across my field of vision once again and left through the back door. He didn't look at me, look at the TV or really do anything besides walk across the room in both directions. When I asked him what he came home for or if he forgot something, he honestly had no clue what I was talking about. They were an hour and a half away and coming home for something they forgot would not have made much sense. He was also wearing different clothes when I spoke with him compared to when I saw him earlier. Such a strange experience and I've only saw it that one time. So she was taking the dog out when she ran into her brother downstairs in the building lobby or parking lot, and he was with a friend she had never met. Her brother asked her for the house keys, and she said no because she was mad at him. He told her he was thirsty, and she walked away. When she got home, he was not anywhere. As soon as she walked in, she got a call from a hospital that her brother was having an asthma attack and wanted her to go and keep him company. What freaks her out the most is thinking what would have happened if she would have given him the keys. Would they have gone through his hands or what? eight years old I absolutely refused to go up the stairs. The upstairs had two large closets, attics. They ran from one side of the upstairs all the way to the other side on both sides. It was essentially a crawl space that would have was maybe 30 feet long. It started one day when a friend and I went crawling from one side to the other with flashlights like kids normally do. Then I saw a girl sitting there in the corner acting like she wanted to play with us. I know a lot of people say when they see a ghost they aren't scared, just interested. Nope. I was beyond terrified. This girl looked normal, had blonde hair, a nice dress and seemed friendly. I stayed silent, kept crawling behind my friend and got out of the closet. Told him what I saw in there. He said he didn't see it, but felt like he didn't want to go back in. Then my parents would occasionally send me upstairs to get something and when I would get up there I would see the doors swing open as if they were trying to get me to come inside. I would lose toys and wouldn't be able to find them anywhere. Suddenly my parents would be fishing Christmas presents out of the attic and we would find some of my toys. I remember being 8 years old when my parents were asleep still in the morning I leashed up my dog to go on and take the monster in the attic. My dog usually up for anything refused to go off the top step into the attic. My parents never believed me with all the weird things that happened in that house. But I would also get blamed for things that happened, leaving lights on, toys all over, things I knew I didn't do. Anyway, we moved out of there when I was about 10 and not a week passed before the new owners called us up and asked if the house is haunted. Their daughter slept upstairs and she said that she had been playing with a blonde haired girl at night. My parents laughed at how crazy these new homeowners must be. The girls started appearing in other parts of the house for them. They kept in contact with us. They would look over whilst watching TV and see the girls sitting on their daughter's lap etc. They looked up on the computer the past owners of the house, found an old dressmaker that lived there, and yep, a picture of the little girl wearing one of the ladies dresses. remodelling an old farmhouse and had been there a couple of months before witnessing anything one day I was underneath my truck which was supported by only a jack stupid I know I was in the middle of working on it with no good reason to get out at that moment suddenly the urge to get out from underneath overwhelmed me no sooner than I got out the truck fell to the ground the jack had slipped freaked my dad out he thought I was under it When Mum got home we mentioned it and she started crying, sobbing pretty hard. It turns out the previous owner died in the driveway under a vehicle in that spot. I would often see moving shadows and strangely hear music from the upstairs area. The windows of the old house were shut and blackbirds would often get caught between the panes. We ended up replacing all the windows but we had to break three inside panes to get them out. One of the more disturbing things happened when my mother was cooking breakfast. She turned away to get something out of the cabinet and when she turned back around, all the forks set out were bent straight up. only by food and spent his later years sleeping on my parents bed until someone came home. Then he'd jump off the bed with a thunk thunk of his front and back paws hitting the ground and run to his food bowl to beg. He had to be put down when I was 18. My parents moved out of my childhood home during my first year of college. I went back a few times before it sold. Every time I was certain I felt a cat's presence. Like I'd hesitate my step because I was sure I can just walk under my legs kind of thing. Also, upon walking in, I also hear a thunk thunk, like boots jumping down to beck for food. My mum and I went back for the last day my family would ever be in that home, and I told her on the way what I experienced. To my surprise, she had the exact same feeling. When we walked into the house, thunk thunk, we exchanged shot glances and confirmed we both heard it. I went and sat in my empty room while my mum got the final things together and while my eyes were closed I forced myself to not pet a cat that I felt walk up to me because I knew logically he wasn't there. Before leaving we stood in the hallway outside my parents bedroom hugged each other and cried saying bye to my first home. I said I thought Boots were still around and suggested we take his spirit to the new house. She agreed so she called out Bootsy from my parents room thunk thunk. We both heard it. I don't think he came with us. He never liked car rides but I hope the owners since us have enjoyed their ghost kitty. He was a good boy. On. also if you can please leave me a rating and a review it would just really help the podcast get seen by more people if you are on social media and you're not already following me i am on facebook and instagram under the same name dark underscore and underscore spooky 666 also if you want to see the face behind the name and bits of my everyday life my personal instagram is J underscore Zero. Seven, seven, seven. If you do have any of your own stories or ghost experiences you want to share for me to read out or even movie reviews, you can be anonymous if you prefer, but you can send them to me over at darkandspooky13 at gmail.com. If you're thinking about joining the Grim Readers Book Club, if you do wait until the end of the episode, you will hear just a little snippet of a book. Um, just to see if it helps make your mind up. If it does, the link is in the show notes for you to join and come and join some fellow creepers. All that's left to say is stay spooky and I'll see you on the next one. Bye! really surprised when it happened not really not at the subconscious level where savage things grow on the surface all the girls in the shower room were shocked thrilled ashamed or simply glad that the white bitch had taken it in the mouth again some of them might have claimed surprise but of course their claim was untrue carrie had been going to school with some of them since the first grade and this had been building since that time building slowly, in accordance with all the laws that govern human nature, building with all the steadiness of a chain reaction approaching critical mass. What none of them knew, of course, was that Carrie White was thick. Graffiti scratched on a desk of the Barker Street Grammar School in Chamberlain. Carrie White eats shit.